This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Monday. Welcome back. Lori and Julia show. My talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Julia will be back tomorrow. Lori will be back, I think, the day after or Thursday. I'm having a hard time keeping track. So we're very happy to have Stephanie Hansen from the Weekly Dish here and Mr. Movie Critic himself. He loves everything about movies. Paul McGuire Grimes. Yes, I do. You are here. You guys, um, Paul or uh, Donnie, are you still watching uh, Fosse Verdant? Yes, I am. And give me a one to ten. I, uh, I the first couple of episodes, I was. Mm, not so sure, but the last couple, it's gotten much better, so I've got it up to a good, solid B+. Okay. Paul, you've been watching it, too. Yeah, I love it. I'm giving it an 8. I have a music theater background, so yeah. I knew who Bob Fosse was coming to this. I knew who Gwen Verdon was, but to delve into more of their relationship, I just finished reading the book Fosse by Sam Wasson, which is the inspiration for this show. And I have to tell you, I've always been a Michelle Williams fan. Dawson's Creek is a very special place in my heart, <laughs> and she is doing career-defining yes, work. She is and that's saying something for Michelle Williams. Yeah, because she's and, a great actress. And Sam Rockwell is great. He is. But I, but I love that the show is less about him and more about her, giving her the credit that she actually deserves because it was always about Fosse. When you really learn in this that she was always there for him, she put up with all of his dalliances, she gave him the creative edge that he had, and it's a, a love letter to her, I think, more so It's than a him. real powerful, um, to be the vice president in a president, to a president like that. And I don't mean like literally presidential, but I just mean the second. Second banana? Yeah. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, is a real talent. Yeah. Yeah. Is a real talent. Yeah, she's, she's doing a wonderful, wonderful job. It's on a that fantastic show. show. And like, if you know who's on Broadway right now, if you are familiar with like music theater actors and you can just when you're watching the show you recognize certain faces and you think back to all the like cabaret and sweet charity and yes all that jazz and to see who they're coming to play it's it's been a real treat for ryan and i my husband to kind of watch this together and re-experience these movies and how bob fossey was this talent you know in one year he won the tony for pippin yep. the emmy for lies with the z and the oscar for cabaret wow and no other director has done that and i think it's just i hope people are watching this uh, even if they've never heard of Fosse or Verdon, that they're learning something new about music theater and film. 
All right. Yeah, just the sheer talent of the man, you know, regardless of his numerous, numerous affairs. And oh my, this guy wanted to nail everything that walked, basically. <laughs> I mean, someone that could never be alone. If you oh, think no, about those. No, he couldn't. He could not be alone. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right complicated, complicated. You know, I, I find myself looking up stuff while I'm watching the show. I've got my iPad and I'm looking up stuff because I want to know more. You know, the show that, that, that the drama that she was in called Children, Children, yeah. which was a complete and utter disaster. One performance. One, yeah, there was some preview. One opened wow. and closed the same night. And when you read the plot, you were not surprised. <laughs> it was the most bizarre show I think I've ever heard. What? Who came up with this idea? I it love it. It's just weird. I feel like I should um, give a spoiler alert warning for Game of Thrones just because I might say something. I'm not trying to say something. Okay. Right. But it's hard to talk about sometimes, and it was on last night. We were at season five of, or episode five of season eight. Episode. I'm a royal four, fan. Four, episode, episode four. four. It's, it was five. No, it's four. four. Really? I have yeah. four left? No, you no, have three have left. Three left. <laughs> okay. Two. See? No. This is what happens. Two, people, we have two left. There's six episodes this season. We've seen four. We have two left. Only oh, two I left. There were seven episodes. No. Okay. Thank you, uh, Paul McGuire Grimes. That sucks. Um, <laughs> It does, because I'm not ready to say goodbye to the show. Okay, Okay, so something happened supposedly last night other than the show itself. Okay. so tell us about it, Paul. I watched the show. I had some TV time, watched it, and I didn't even know about this because I'm not that keen of an observer. But this morning, my Twitter's blowing up, my Facebook was blowing up, because all of a sudden, people were talking about there's a coffee cup left in the shot during the kind of party atmosphere toward the beginning of the episode. Yeah. I didn't see it, so I had to go back and rewatch it, and by golly, it was there. It wasn't even just someone on online later that night inserting it with CGI. Like When you're watching the scene, if you look below Danielle's, played by Amelia Clark, you see this small little cup. Now, people have been calling it Starbucks, but I have a theory. Okay. I think that this is actually just a cup from the craft services table. I think that they've been filming all night long. They need to have a little bit of energy. So Amelia Clark, I think she's very funny in real life. I think she's a little bit of a prankster. And I think that she pulled it out as a little onset prank and just left it there to see if anyone would notice. Maybe she got Kid, Kid Harrington involved. Maybe she got some of the others. But she just left it there to see who would notice. And they just kept filming and no one said anything. And then the editors are probably like, well, we might as well just leave it in. Yeah. Okay, Donnie, you have the official statement from HBO because it does look like a Starbucks cup. But they don't have Starbucks in Iceland. I don't think they don't. Or the, in Croatia, a few places. Did, they, well, they they did film in lots of different places. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. It sorry. does look like What's a Starbucks the, cup with, with tongue firmly planted in cheek. HBO says. In response to inquiries for those who saw a craft services coffee cup in Sunday night's episode of Game of Thrones, HBO states the latte that appeared in the episode was a mistake. Daenerys had ordered an herbal tea. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a great statement. That's funny. Like, that's so they're funny. acknowledging it yeah. is in there. Yeah, it's there. It's there. It's it wasn't so a latte. It's shocking a great tea. because <laughs> there's so much exacting detail put into this show that something like that went unnoticed I'm, is very surprising to me. Oh, I think it went noticed and no yeah, one do, decided to too. care about it. They, after the, we got two episodes left, let's just have some fun. Yeah. Well, let's okay. Just stick it in there and see we, if anybody spots it. it apparently, here's another trend that's happening with Game of Thrones, and this is true at my house, I know. So there's been so much anxiety created for fans that are watching the show every Sunday night that they're noticing an uptick in CBD sales. There's a particular (laughs) brand of CBD oil that is called the Lord of Light. 
from a company called Lord Jones. And apparently hardcore fans have been consuming this as they prepare to watch the show because it's created so much anxiety for them and so much tension. I don't get anxiety by watching TV shows. Do you guys get anxious? Yes. Watch? You do? I have felt like I've been crawling out of my skin watching this oh, season. Okay. I've been gasping. I've had the gay gasp multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> to the point where like, I'm in our theater room watching it. My husband doesn't care about it. He's in his office or whatever. He doesn't even he, watch it? No, no, he doesn't. It's, this is a Paul show. We've got together shows. Ryan has his shows. I have my shows. Okay. This is a Paul show. And you can't cheat by going ahead when you're watching together shows, Correct. right? Okay. So this is like and this for this season i was like dear can i please watch it live because i really don't want spoilers not like i needed his permission but i was like you know i just wanted to set some sunday night yes it is i will say appointment viewing for me for sure and i have an appointment watch tv since scandal five years ago (laughs) i mean for real so he's up in his office and he can hear all these like screeching dragons and then gasps gasps from me profanity from me and he's like well i heard a screech that must be a dragon oh gasping happened at the very end something big must have happened yes yes having kind of fun with the paul reactions to it my problem this isn't even a problem but i feel bad for what happened in last night's episode because now everyone's talking about the cup when we saw two very big things happen in last night's episode huge so spoiler alert are we should we go there or not no 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 okay don't don't go there Okay. I no. think we should go no, there. No, no, no. It's too soon. Here's what I'm going to say. It's too soon. Don't. I get I get emails. Oh, Donnie. I'm serious. I, 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 go I, to your room, I, Donnie. I with, no, I agree with you. Here's it. what I'm going to say. If it was five days later, maybe, but it's the day after. I don't think we should. Here's what I'm going to say. All right. I am very uncomfortable with some of these storylines. I do not feel like these characters are always acting in the way that I think they would have acted in the book. I feel like we're moving ahead way too fast and that they're making people get together in awkward ways. Uh, I understand the particular people you're talking about. And I just don't have that feeling like this would have happened at this juncture. Like maybe if they, you know, still had a longer relationship because we're watching people in in literally five minutes. There was a proposal. There was Uh, sex. Yes. There was a baby. Like... (laughs) I'm like, what is happening here? This I feel like I'm watching as the Game of Thrones turns. Well, it is a soap opera after all, if you think about it. Yeah, a lot is happening this season. Relationships are changing and the character development is different. And I don't mind that because I think it... We get Do to you see buy some, it? Uh, I buy in the sense of... I. Sure. I, but I've only read the first two books. So I don't have the history and the knowledge of the books that so many people and diehards do. But they're after the books are they're post books. Well, and, and that's I know, what I like, think is exactly happening. Yeah. were to write this, yeah. I don't I can't I can't I think compare. George R. R. Martin had the end in mind and then we're filling in all these details to yeah, get to the end right. and that they're just making things happen because fans want them to happen. Mm. that they're not really in true keeping with the character. There's something that happened last night that I don't feel like would have ever happened. So you oh. think the, the writers are are affected by the, what the fans want? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think that it's uh, like, well, everybody's thinking these two people are going to get together. Maybe it's time to have them get together. We've only got two episodes left. If the Starbuck cup is getting left in the frame, <laughs> I think it's entirely possible that they're bored and moving on. Well, maybe a little bored. Yeah. I don't know. So let's, yeah. let's uh, not give spoilers, but who do you think will take the iron throne? Who do you want to take the iron throne? I'm going to go out on a limb here. Okay. 
the Iron Throne will be claimed by Sansa Stark. At, okay. Yeah. Okay. I want it to be Jon Snow. I think it will be the <laughs> baby bump that has yet to be revealed Ooh. in Daenerys Targaryen. Interesting. Well, but somebody has to take it now. I mean, that's future. Who's going to take it if... No, because that could be the heir to the throne. Could be the baby. I mean, the other kids. What were the other... That really bratty one. They were on the throne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joffrey. Joffrey. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. I think that it will be their union. Oh, I th- I want it to be Danieris. She's my favorite character, and I think she's worked so hard up to this point to get it. She's a great actress. Yes, yeah. and I love Amelia Clark. I think she will. I want her to get it. And I think that either she or Tyrion. I don't Tyrion? see John Tyrion yes. on the throne. Yes. Wow. That's I rude. don't see John taking it because that's too easy it's of an too answer. Obvious. Yeah. Too obvious. obvious. I believe Cersei will die. I hope so. It's a matter of who <laughs> will do it. That's the question. Yeah. I don't I think it's know. who we've been led to believe it from last night's episode. No, I already think I know who's going to see. And I think it could be um, Danny Harris again. I do not think so. I do not want Sansa to take it. I want okay. Sansa. I don't to like that character. Move on. I'm just going for the unexpected. I know. Yeah. Oh, I, know. I like that. Which, yep. The real unexpected, though, would be like potentially Cersei's baby or like Arya could be really unexpected. They've already given Arya multiple like moments. I don't think they would give her another huge moment, which is why I don't think Sansa would have it because she got rid of the character last season. It's all going to be very interesting. The next two weeks are going to be huge. I cannot wait for them. I uh, have really enjoyed this show. If you're late to the party, get on it anytime because it's been very enjoyable television. Yeah, for sure fabulous battle scenes, really in-depth character studies, a lot of emotional arcs. It's been very worth it, even though I have to say, I've not been disappointed with the battle scenes, but I'm disappointed with these weird little character (laughs) dalliances that I'm not liking. Um, Would you say that this is your favorite HBO show? Uh, Yeah. I would say not. What's Mine yours? is six feet under. Oh, I love that. was my second. Uh, that's my favorite. But I love Big Love too. Oh, I never watched Big Love. Oh, that's great. I've heard. Yeah, it has some weird seasons, but it's very good. I'm a big Sopranos fan too. Oh yeah, and I, Veep. I'm watching that oh, and yeah. just hysterically laughing every yeah, it's night. It's almost over. One more, I think. I know. I'm more. behind, uh, so I'm still in season three. Yeah, it's almost done. But it's hysterical. She's so funny. She's brilliant. Yeah, She's a I'm so glad she won physical the comedian. Um, she won an Emmy for it, and I'm so like glad she did. Multiple Emmys. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. so worth it, and like she's so different than her character was in Elaine uh, in Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, completely. I love but, Elaine. Mattis. But just so equally, like that's what a skilled actress she is. I think. Yeah, yes, for sure. We've got Big Little Lies coming up in terms of HBO this June. Yeah, we have I'm one. very excited about Chernobyl. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That starts tonight, and I will be watching. Yeah, I go. Oh, thank you for reminding me, Donnie, because I'm going to watch that tonight, too. Set that DVR. I think Jared Harris is in it, right? He is. It's, it's got quite a few uh, big stars in it. Okay. Chernobyl, Chernobyl 9 o'clock tonight. tonight. Okay, we got to go. All right, All right, we'll be back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. <laughs> guys ready? We're ready. All We're right. still talking Game of Thrones, no, having we arguments. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> well, let's try to focus, shall we? I'll do my best on this Dirt Alert. Here we go. Britney Spears' mom has uh, filed legal documents today asking the judge in her conservatorship case to clue her in on Britney's medical treatment. And uh, we've learned that this is the latest move in what has become a conflict over the singer's condition. Lynn Spears has become upset with Britney's uh, condition that landed her in a mental health facility over the last month. And she believes she is not getting the appropriate treatment. Of course, her dad has been her conservator, Britney's conservator, for more than uh, 11 years and widely credited with saving Britney's life when she was in serious danger back in 2008. Here's the weird part about this, Donnie. Yeah. Because um, the Jamie or Britney Spears' father, whose name I can't remember, Jamie, Jamie. he um, has been ill, like seriously ill. He's got colon problems. He's having um, he's had a surgery. It's I think very telling that Lynn isn't getting information from that team, and maybe like Jamie isn't heading up what's happening right now because he's dealing with his own health issues. Well, except the the co-conservator resigned, so I don't know what's happening there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, they go on to say that uh, uh, Lynn Spears, who is best friends with the wife of the governor of Louisiana, which is Brittany's home state, I believe, uh, got the help of the governor's family to find a lawyer it is unclear if the lawyer who is now representing Lynn was the one recommended, but it looks like she believes some of the stories she's reading and is now angling for a voice in her daughter's treatment. Well, good. That Britney Spears apparently needs some help, and I hope that her mom can give it yeah, to her. Yeah, I mean, she's out of the facility, but uh, I hear she's still struggling. Shall we yeah. talk about Jennifer Aniston and some things no. she has to say? Okay, we'll move right along. No, I'm sick <laughs> okay. of her. All right. What is she? What is she doing? Oh, you know they they ask uh, celebrities things like she's working on some Apple project, right? Her yeah. and Oprah and all the and, rest of the. Well, and, she's got a show on Apple TV, which hasn't launched yet. She's got a show about morning television in which she will co-star with. Reese. Reese Witherspoon, yes. Oh, it'll she has probably a Netflix be good. movie with Adam Sandler, too, where they're like a murder mystery detective. Yes, I saw the trailer. It looks not good. Uh, her and Adam Sandler have been in another movie, haven't they? They have. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're buddies. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jennifer Aniston on dating apps. Am I an okay Cupid? No. I have zero time. This is to be a made honest. up story. No, no, this isn't. This is Jennifer a, Aniston is not on dating apps. No, well, that's what she's saying. She says she doesn't have time. My focus has been my new Apple TV that's series. That's like asking me if I'm skinny. <laughs> I mean, it's just moot and not germane to anything happening. All right. How about a never tiring of love? <sighs> Quote When it comes a knocking, I added the uh, 
It's going to be welcomed. I'm not like, no, I'm done with that. This is never going to never going to happen again. My time on this planet has been about it hasn't looked a certain way. It's my way. It's what I've been given this round. I have no idea what she's talking about. This. She believes in reincarnation like Shirley yeah. MacLaine. I just fell asleep. What? And, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I and she's open for business. She's still kind of boring. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. This is kind of a cool story. Lily Collins, who is in the Ted Bundy movie on Netflix that uh, Paul and I both watched. Who over the is weekend. Phil Collins's daughter? Yes. yes. Like, she's let's a, just go talented. there. She's very, very in this talented. Movie. I liked that show that she was in with Kelsey Grammer called The Gettys or um, where he played. Uh, no, you mean Donald Sutherland? No, he oh. played uh, so, the Jay movie Paul mogul Getty? of MGM. Back in like the 30s. Oh, yes. The Last Tycoon? Yes. Yeah, it didn't last very long. It was one season and I really liked that show. Yes. She was good in it. She played Kelsey Grammer's daughter. Okay. Okay. Well, she's talking about uh, this movie and she says that she has been visited by the ghosts of Ted Bundy's victims at night. She says, I would go downstairs and have a cup of tea trying to figure out why I had woken up again. I started being woken up by flashes of images like the aftermath of a struggle, waking up at precisely precisely 3.05 a.m. every night, according to Collins. Uh, she says, I didn't feel scared. I felt supported. I felt like people were saying, we're here listening. We're here to support. Thank you for telling our story. That's kind of how I feel when I'm about to do the Lori and Julia show. <laughs> and all I can hear is, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> I believe in ghosts, so I do believe that this is real. Okay. Uh, they say that Lily Collins uh, recounted these events in a completely matter-of-fact manner in case anyone doubted whether she was being serious. She was being serious. So this she is wasn't what she having experience. hysteria? She was not. She was not. Dolly Parton. Love um, it. She's launching a fashion line. Yep. Uh, She has signed her first exclusive global licensing deal, and she plans to launch clothing, jewelry, accessories, and home goods through the new multi-year deal. Uh, She is very excited about this, and she's going to put her name on a fashion line, and her style has inspired other designers, of course, for decades. I'm a big fan of Dolly Parton. Love her. Just as a human. She's an icon. Yeah, as someone who's done a lot in her career, who has uplifted a lot of other people. Yeah, I'm they're, a fan. They're calling it, oh, I forgot, we're, uh, we're running out of time here. There, was there you go. Anyway, anyway, she's calling it Cowboy Chic. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Don't know what that means, but it's amusing. There we go. All right, we got to get to the traffic, so uh, let's take Talk about sex for now to the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid a make voice and stop. All right, it is Sex Monday. And Paul McGuire Grimes, we have a visit from um I think vacation Lori and Julia. Okay. Oh my goodness. All right, Sex Monday. Well, imagine my surprise as Phil and Lori when I was informed that Lori and Julia were taking some time off today. Some vacation. It's pronounced vacation. Let's see. What would be the occasion that both Lori and Julia would be taking a day off? What could it be? Hmm. hmm. I know. It's Monday. Well, girls, four day <laughs> weeks. Great work if you can get it. 
all, I brought Julia, Phil and Julia, along with me today. I like to be called Vacation Julia. I know I know how to use that joke earlier, but it's, it's a pretty good one. Pretty good one. Anywho, since Lori is resting her pretty head today, I, Phil and Lori, the person who fills in when Lori decides to sleep one off, and Julia, Phil and Vacation Julia, who fills in when... When Lori tells her to stay home. Right, which I think is what happened here. Well, we were asked to do Sex Monday today, so uh, with your help, Julia... Let's get started, okay? I have much to teach all of you. Let's talk about first date sex. I talk about this a lot. I talk about sex constantly, in fact. It's kind of my thing. (laughs) A study that supports something I've been trying to get you people to understand for the last 15 years has finally come out. Something about sex. And I think George Michael put it best when he said, sex is natural, sex is fun, sex is best when it's one-on-one. Unless, of course, there are three or more of you, and then just do whatever nature requires. Oh, Lori! (laughs) All right, here's the deal. Sex is actually best when you have it on the first date, Julia. No one ever seems to want that from me. I'm not sure why. Yeah, it's a mystery, isn't it? Well, according to new research, almost 60% of men and women, Julia, who had sex on the first date, had it with someone turned out to be their long-term partner. So they had the sex on the first date, like I've always recommended, and then have sex on the second, third, and fourth, and fifth, and sixth dates multiple times. Well, the people that did that, they stayed together, Julia. So much for the old saying. What was that saying? Uh, Why should a man buy a farm and put a cow on it? something and then kiss the cow and ask her for free milk. Yep, that's it. But then the cow gets the milk for free anyway. I love that one. I know. No, buy the milk and get two free cows. Is that it? Old McDonald had a farm. Yeah, you, you, you people know what we mean. We're going to move on to millennials, Julia. Oh, I moved on to millennials. Yeah. I bet you did, Julia. The last year's been filled with them, hasn't it? Well, or you've been filled with millennials. Whoa. I don't know which way it goes. I don't get it. This is the update about millennials, okay? Millennials are not having sex. That's according to a study in the Washington Post. 2018 was the most sexless year for millennials. The most sexless year for millennials? They had the least sex in 2018. I bet you wonder why. Well, it certainly wasn't the case for my 2018, we, we but go ahead. have <laughs> said that a few times. The study cites stress and a lack of time and energy. Oh, come on, millennials. What are you, my mom? Anyway... <laughs> The biggest reason for the lack of sex is that millennials, get this one, Julia, they're more risk-averse than previous generations. They stay home. They play video games. Okay, are they playing video games or are they playing risk? No, risk-averse, Julia. (laughs) It's not a board game. They don't like to take risks. Averse. Okay like universe but risk and it's a verse of risk so it's kind of upside down and backwards from you're uh, making it verse kids <laughs> listen to aunt Lori. you have to take risks and you have to have sex do what us boomers and gen xers did to feel sexy okay julia you'll remember all of this i think so get a home perm yeah Put on your nicest cowl neck sweater. You know, I went with um, denim overall shorts was my sexy look back in the day. Yeah, that was a hummer. I uh, put that under an embroidered denim vest. Spray on some Charlie cologne. Get out to a singles bar. Look for a guy with a mustache. 
a hairy chest, <laughs> Sansevelt pants, and a gold nugget pinky ring. And get it on. <laughs> Bloomington strip, here we go. <laughs> Leaning post on my way. All right, millennials, in a nutshell, leave your house, okay? It's not that hard to do. If you want to have sex, you must leave your house. Turn off the porn box 360 or <laughs> porn station 4 and get out there and join us out at the singles bars. All right, Julia, that's great. But remember, millennials are risk averse. Isn't that a position? Like risk averse cowgirl or something? It's not even close. Thanks, Julia. Thanks for playing. I'm trying. All right, so that wraps up Sex Monday. Fill in Lori and fill in Julia. Have a good Monday. Bye. Oh my gosh. Wow. Risk averse cowgirl. Risk averse. That is pretty funny. Oh God. Bloomington strip. Here we go. <laughs> Eddie Webster is. Yeah. I was waiting for that I to come out. I was waiting for Rusty Scupper. Oh, I was going to say oh, the Rusty yeah. Scupper. Oh, oh my gosh, Donnie. That makes us a hundred. I don't know these terms. Oh, oh no. My boy. virgin ears. I don't know why you're talking yeah. about. Joe Sensors was also a big. Just, uh, yeah. Do you Joe remember uh, at Chi Chi's Maximilian's? Oh, uh, yes, Donnie. Okay. <laughs> I do. We had a big conversation on the Weekly Dish on Saturday. Someone wanted to know where they could find a chimichanga. And uh, Stephanie and I, like, we found a couple chimichanga places, but I was like, yeah, remember the gravy? And she was like, there was no gravy on a chimichanga. I was like, yes, there was. Oh. She's like, what was in the gravy? I looked it up. Because it's like a mole sauce? It's no, it's greenish. It's oh. like brownish, greenish gravy. It's two cans of green chilies, chicken broth, some spices, and it's all blended up. And it's like gravy, kind of, but it's... Oh, for a chimichanga. Yes. So, anyway, we had a whole long conversation about chimichangas. Apparently, Los Ocampo has a great chimichanga. Uh, I know they have one at Rojo Mexican Grill. I've never gotten it, but I know that... Well, and that's the funny thing. We were so stymied on the chimichanga, and one of our listeners, she's like, I'm listening to the podcast right now. This was yesterday. And she's like, I'm laughing so hard because... Every Mexican restaurant I know has a chimichanga, and you two are having a hard time coming up with one. <laughs> oh. I think because you don't go to a, I, maybe I it's just me. I just never get one. No, I don't either. It's when was too the, I mean, it's too much. Yeah, but it sounds delicious, doesn't well, it? Yeah, anything just, fried does, but a chimichanga, yeah, it's deep fried. Yeah. Chimmy, chimichanga. Okay. Anyway, so thinking about uh, Chichis on the strip. Four ninety four Maximilians. Yeah. yeah, and they had a goal or a brass bar. Like around the outside or the inside of it, so you could like hang out at the ledge. Are we still at Mexican places? Mm. I'm, is that <laughs> just what my mind is on? Is a Mexican <laughs> place? Well, Chi Chi's was a Mexican restaurant. Oh, yeah, Maximilian's was, was the, the dance club oh. inside it. Inside, inside Chi Chi's. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I can't even. It's true. Oh, but the rusty scupper. Wow. Oh, Donnie, too. I bet you oh, were. Man. Yeah, in the day. <laughs> oh, in the day, I was at the scupper. Oh, and I yeah. bet you got some... We just called it the scupper. Nookie at the scupper. <laughs> no, no. That is, that is not true. There was, of course, the, you had a Lincoln Dell right there. Oh, yeah. France. The omelet. The, yeah. It was super puffy omelet. Ooh, they mixed it with water. Yeah, the eggs with the water. Gone. Yeah. And it made a puffy omelet. Hey, All right. Eddie Webster's. Oh, Lord. I've forgotten about that place. <laughs> yeah. And Red Lobster. You know that Jace Matheson worked at the Red Lobster. 
Did he really? He got fired because uh, I think oh, the story is someone asked for grape jelly and he oh. wasn't. That would be, yeah. <laughs> I can see why he would get fired because get down I would with be her grape jelly as well. Oh, someone asked for grape gosh. jelly. Oh, Have you guys heard that? Uh, I don't know why I think this is so amazing, but I, I'm the only one I think still watching The Voice, just for the record. Uh, uh, no, we're watching it tonight. Okay. Yeah. And is anyone it's watching American viewing. Idol? No. No. Okay, I am. Okay. So there's that. <laughs> Did you hear about Kelly Clarkson um, that she hosted the um, Billboard Music Awards and then immediately had a like emergency appendectomy yes, afterwards? Yes, yeah. we, we reported that. How fantastic is that? Yeah. She's a trooper and yes. she's a professional. She like, like went through the whole show. Yeah, and she was in discomfort. Uh, th- yes, Obviously. she said she yeah. broke down in tears right after the show from the pain. Yeah. That's she's impressive. I think the voice is live right now, so I'll be curious to see if she's there tonight or if she's still re- in recovery. Yeah, I don't oh, know. How long does it take to recover don't know. from an appendectomy right, situation? Don't know. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She Did you go to her concert? No. It was phenomenal. I Everybody Loved likes it. her. All She's I think so about it. Earth. Do you remember, I think it... Someone from Sony Music, I think it might have been Clive Owen, yeah. like told her that she was not going to be successful. Yep. It was like her third album and she wanted to be a bit darker and it was not what the studio wanted and she still did what she wanted. Yeah. And, I yeah, love that was, about her. I think it was called My December. I, yes. That, and that became a big album for her, but they were saying that it wasn't going to be. I know someone's calling Donnie about like the chimichanga or the rusty scupper. He's on the phone just laughing. <laughs> um, see, now, who do you want to win The Voice? Do you have, like, a, a judge that you like or a person that you're rooting for? Um, I always like Blake Shelton just because he always wins and he cracks me up. Oh, Paul's looking around. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, Adam Levine doesn't really nope. need to win. No. Um, Kelly won the last two years. And she does a good job. Yeah. Well, she actually gives constructive criticism. Her and John Legend, I think, both provide, like, what it means to actually sing and to carry a song. And I think that's why they're great judges. Okay. Maybe I want John Legend to win though, just because I think Chrissy Teigen is adorbs. I love her. Okay. I love her. She has cookbooks. She's cute. She's I've funny. Not made she's any nice. Of them. Are they good recipes? Yes. Okay. Her cookbooks. Uh, oh, oh, if, really? if you're going to rank oh. celebrity cookbooks, hers really? are very good. Okay. Yep. Her, you know who else has a really good celebrity cookbook is Cheryl Crow. Really? Okay. Yeah. Boy, you wouldn't think so, that, no. but skip goop. She's oh, had well, two. Obviously. Oh, yeah, please. she doesn't hasn't eaten since 1912. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so well, that she's sharing <laughs> a family recipe is kind of ironic. But I was converted to Show Crow when I saw her live at the State Fair a couple years ago. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, I never really thought much. I was like, that's not my style. And then seeing her live, I was like, you yeah. can get it. And you're she's, great. Yes. Speaking of State Fair, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, there's been a new concert announcement, announcement in true Lori fashion. I'll share it with you. ZZ Top, you will be happy to know that they have been added to the Minnesota State Fair's 2019 concert series. They will be on a tour round with Cheap Trick. Uh, Tickets are going to go on sale on Friday at the State Fair box office. 
And yeah, that could be a fun time. Monday, September 2nd is then when they're applying. That's Labor Day. Oh, it's their last day of the fair then. They're yes. closing the fair out. I'm excited about some of the other uh, people who are performing. So August 31st, Saturday, this is going to be huge. It's the current Music on a Stick featuring Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, that'll be Mavis pretty great. Staples yeah, and Savannah. Oh. It's sold out? Mm-hmm. Okay. I uh, Mavis sorry. Staples I have not seen in concert, but boy, would I like to. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's um, fantastic. Yeah. And um, then Hall and Oates. My husband's a big fan of Hall and Oates. Really? Abandoned Luncheonette is one of his favorite records. That is a great album. Yeah. It's my favorite Hall and Oates album. It's, it's his too. Yeah. It's early Hall and Oates before they did the 80s stuff. They got very different in the 80s. The I can't 70s, go for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I prefer no the, the early 70s Hall yeah. and Oates. Him too. We got um, Lionel Richie. I know you're a big idol watcher right now. I think yeah. you're, you're going to go get tickets, aren't you, for this? I feel a little bad that Lionel Richie went the way of Kenny Rogers in the eye department. Oh. A little, like, men. It's hard to have brow lifts, men, oh, and you make can't. them look good. Yeah, you yeah, can't. No. It feminizes the face. Yeah, it, it just, yeah, they look a little <laughs> yeah. bit like um, Persian cats. Oh. <laughs> um, opening the fair is Hootie and the Blowfish group therapy tour with Special guest bare naked ladies. Oh, I think it'd be fun for like a throwback. Remember the bare naked ladies? Like the big scandal was one of them got caught with some pot, and then uh, one of the band members actually did end up going to treatment. But it was Mm. if you think about that now, like a band getting caught with pot, like uh, and yeah, what's the story here? Yeah, exactly. The angle. Uh, Are you a big fair person, Paul McGuire Grimes? Yes, I'm obsessed with the fair. I love all the food at the fair. I make a spreadsheet, no joke, of all the food oh that I gosh. want at the fair. It's color coded. There's a map Nerd. of like all of my staples <laughs> I want to have, all the new foods, priority levels. How sweet. many days do you go? Well, I usually try to go at least twice because I'll do Colleen Bradley's show out there. Yep. So I go at least twice. And then depending on like when Ryan and I go or if we just try to do one of those Fridays or if we go another day, it yeah. just varies. I think I last love the year I went fair too. Two, two years ago, I went three times. Um, I think I made it. Well, we did a podcast from there last podcast year. So I stick, think right? I did. Yeah. Podcast on a stick. I think Stephanie and I, Stephanie had 11 days. I think I had nine. Oh, oh. My gosh. she, she did not yeah. miss it. Oh, oh, right. And I had two days where I went to the cabin to close her up, but yeah, I super fun. Fair. Me too. Like I cannot wait for it to come back, but then that means end of summer. So it's always a conflicting mm. thing. Summer is going to go so fast because we haven't had spring. Um, I am really excited. I mean, we've I really had having. it's yeah. it's a weird weather season. We've had like yeah. three nice days. Yeah, Saturday really? was beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, seventy degrees or so. Uh, emailer Stacy wants Stephanie, you you Stephanie, to know. Emailer Stacy says this is a shocker. The creative activities registration opened today, and there is all caps no spam competition this year. Oh, no. Oh, is that a big deal? Well, know. yes. There has been a span competition at the fair for many, many uh, years. Not this year. The Creative Activities Building yeah. is home to where you'll find the contest for the food. Yes. Oh, I see. So that's very exciting. That yeah, um, No spam. I will say oh. last year, a friend of mine entered in the cookie contest and she meddled. Ooh, she won a ribbon. Ooh, nice. What's her signature cookie? Uh, it was a lemon crisp or something. Oh, you had me at lemon. Yeah, lemon or mm. lime crisp. Um, apparently, it's fun, really fun to enter. So if anyone's interested in doing that. Why haven't you ever entered? You know, I'm, You're I'll am i just be honest. 
I am not a food contest person. Oh, you're not? I don't like the food contest competitions on the Food Network. I don't want to throw down with oh, Bobby really? Flay. Oh, okay. I want to watch people cooking and telling me what they're doing. I don't want it to be a contest okay. or where you have to run through the store like Guy Fieri's hair on fire with your grocery oh, cart. Throwing don't things in. And then you have to like make oh, some miraculous God, dish. Nope. No, thank you. All right. I just wondered. Yeah, that's probably why. Okay. <laughs> so tonight, I don't know if you two are excited, but tonight is the big Met Gala. It's going on right now. Yes. It's the first Monday in May. It's hosted this year by Lady Gaga, Harry Styles, Serena Williams, Anna Wintour. And the theme is Camp mm-hmm. Notes on Fashion. Okay, here's what you you're going to look for tomorrow when the pictures come out. So Lady Gaga arrived in a hot pink, uh, I think it's fair to say, just a giant swath of fabric. Yes, I'm looking at that. Being carried by four men in tuxedos with black umbrellas. Then she floated down the carpeting and the men carrying the umbrellas did a choreographed display that poofed up the fabric that allowed her to quickly change underneath Mm -hmm. to the black ball gown that she had on underneath the pink poofy fabric. And there's more. Yes. So that was pretty cool. Then they had some other maneuver where she changed again and went down to a bra and fishnet stockings. Uh-huh. She had basically four costume yeah. changes yeah. on the red carpet. Yes, indeed. That is some talent. That's our Gaga. Billy Porter is wearing like all gold cape. He was brought in with like muscly man. Who is he? Billy Porter is an amazing, phenomenal Tony winning actor. He's also in the F. FX show Pose. Okay. He's yes. fantastic. He right. wore the like the dress on the Oscars. Oh, yes, I do yeah. know that guy. And then Celine Dion is there looking great. Richard Madden has this nice salt and pepper look tonight with a black suit. Richard Madden's gorgeous. Yeah, he is. Ooh. I love that show he was in. Bodyguard. 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 Yeah. Have a yeah. Gotta go, guys. Bye. Have a good day. Thanks for having us. Job done. Off you go.